Hello, my name is Aniola, and I am the creator of Anything I Want. Welcome to my podcast, Soul Family. Hello, and welcome to Anything I Want Soul Family podcast. It's been a while um, since I have done this and anything like it. Um, I have been away from podcasting for a wide array of reasons. My life kind of just kind of, (laughs) things went crazy for a bit. Um, The external world was just intense. And I'd like to apologize in advance if you hear any background noise or anything like that, because I'm just in my room and it is the daytime and I am simply recording because uh, I just like to go through the flows of my day and do whatever I feel called to. And I felt called to record this podcast, even though it's daytime and there's construction in the area and people playing music as they drive by. But I just feel like it's time for me to get back into this. And I'm excited because I'm in the process of, you know, asking some people to help me out in the process of this and really starting to take anything I want in the direction that I see spirit divulging to me that this is what this thing is meant to become. Definitely, it's going to be a business unlike any other that I've ever seen. And so for that reason, there's a lot of newness. I feel like I'm doing things that are being done for the very first time. So I don't know. All I can do is ask my intuition to guide me every step of the way. And so I guess today's topic is not really anything specific. It's just talking about the things that I've been experiencing, I've been feeling, and just allowing myself to speak freely and allowing spirit to speak through me, any truths that it wants to communicate through my life story. And so I do hope that all of the audio is captured properly and that there's not too much background noise, like I mentioned. I'll do my best to fix that. But I don't know, where do I begin? So when I last was doing anything I want, I was actually getting ready to do an interview with another creative person that I found. This was going to be a really awesome conversation. I was really looking forward to it. And then there's someone else that I wanted to talk to about like sexuality and expressing ourselves, things like that. Um, but then I went away for a trip with my friends and one of my friends passed away in a very tragic, I guess, way. Um, you know, like trigger warning for anyone who doesn't want to hear about death, but I believe in talking about things freely. So I'm not going to shy away about talking about what happened. You could also look it up probably if you wanted to, um, because it was just such a, sort of like a semi-public situation we were at a beach and basically my friends got caught in a riptide and only and like two of them came out and only one of them was not able to make it they were not able to save um, him and so it was just a really intense time this happened about oh my goodness I think it's like been like two months now or like one and a half months it's been a while since this happened Um, it just doesn't feel that way though it doesn't feel like it's been a month. I mean, it doesn't feel like it's been two months. I don't know, because time is an illusion. But <laughs> uh, yeah, 
for me, my experience with that was very specific. The entire time everything was happening, I felt con- a consistent feeling of peace and just acceptance. And, you know, I feel like I didn't really go through the stages of like, you know, bargaining and denial and things like that. Like the moment everything was happening, I was like, okay, like this is straight up about to be my life story. Um, and I kind of really, if anything, like the thing that kept me sane through that is I got so sucked into the observer seat of the soul. And I just recognized like, oh, well, at the end of the day, none of this is as real as um, we think it is, you know, like no one actually really dies. And the way that I see it is like my friend just kind of like logged out of the game of earth. Um and he had every right to do that. And there's nothing that I can do to keep him from that. And like in a parallel reality, he might have stayed. But in the reality that I'm conscious in, he didn't stay. And so this is the story that my soul is choosing. And, you know, this could be there's like another conversation I could dive in, dive deeper into that everyone chooses their own parallel reality. So like there are souls that are experiencing like all of your friends might be around you, but there's no way for you to know if their consciousness is on the parallel reality where they're like, you know, my friend didn't pass away, but my soul is in the parallel reality where my friend did pass away. You know, like they might've been in a reality where another friend passed away or like, you know, so many different possibilities because the thing is about the universe is that every possible storyline has already been played out. And if you're the creator of your own reality, you can choose what happens in your world. And I don't know why, the soul that is Eniola decided to go down the path where I lose a close friend. But for some reason, that's what my story is in this reality. And so I'm just surrendering to that and I'm making peace with it and going through it. But for that reason, I have been using creativity as an outlet, as a way of coping and dealing with all of this, because like, I really believe like, I need to keep creating, you know, that's the reason why that I was born. There's the reason why that I chose to be incarnated is to create my isness in the physical dimension. But um, it's been interesting navigating that in a lot of interest, like, you know, I don't know, fascinating ways. But at the end of the day, I just find that, you know, emotions need to be felt. And that's something that I have been going through. And, you know, the grieving process is an ongoing thing. And even though I know that he's not actually dead, um, I still can't deny the fact that the isness of that body of that person manifesting this reality is no longer around. So every now and then my soul does feel the desire to mourn him, um, like to mourn the loss of that physical manifestation. And I don't deny myself that, um, that ability. I don't deny myself that right. I allow myself to just completely surrender into the emotion and allow it to just take me and realize that it's okay to feel emotions. And if anything, that's the reason why that I am here to feel my emotions one at a time and sometimes two at a time, you know, because emotions can be complicated, but just making peace with that. But at the end of the day, all is well. And I have not stopped trusting the universe. I have not stopped trusting the process. I've accepted it. And I look forward to seeing how my life continues to manifest through time. And uh, that being said, for a while, I also was, and during this time, like I was also going down a 
period of my life where I was drinking and smoking again. And I remember when I started doing it, like a part of me was like, what? We're back here again? Like, why am I being, why am I in this space again of drinking and smoking? And this was before my friend even passed. So it wasn't like I was using it as a coping mechanism. But um, I don't know, for some reason, I felt called to it again. But as I was doing it, I was like, I mean, like, this is like, fine. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't really know why I'm here. But yet I'm here. Like, I'm, I'm like, I smoked weed. And now I'm high right now. And I don't know how I feel about this. But I did it anyway. And like, that was going on for a couple of days. And I was just kind of like in this in between out in and out um, space of not knowing why or, you know, by the same time, like deep down, I knew why I was doing it. And I knew that the whyness would reveal itself to me over time. And the message that I eventually got from me like having to surrender myself to that experience was that I was accidentally without realizing falling down the rabbit hole of spiritual gaslighting where it's like oh if you're spiritual you can't do this and you can't do that like you're not worthy of universal love you're not worthy of God or of your Godness if you are still like attracted to physical things of the world and in a way like I feel like that was manifesting subconsciously in the way that I saw myself in the way that I saw the world and the way that I saw certain relationships in my life and so in order to rectify that my spirit was like okay it looks like I'm gonna need to drag you back into this so that I can teach you how to love yourself even when you are drinking, even when you're smoking. Because for me, like my spirit first, when I was getting that calling to start following the path of like reading about what it means to be alive and like asking the universe like to give me answers, the first thing that the universe said was, I need you to like sober up for a second. I need you to stop drinking for a second. Stop smoking for a second. And like, I need you to really pay attention and start reading this thing, listening to this podcast, watching these movies. And I really just got sucked into that thirst for spirit for a long time. And then I think like, you know, I really loved being sober. Being sober is amazing. Um, but at the same time, I was like, I think it was like the trap of, oh, wow, like, are you are people who are sober better than people who aren't, you know, things like that. And subconsciously, maybe picking up those signals of thinking like, oh, like, you, you deserve to be around people who are on the same sobriety level as you are, you deserve to be this way, you deserve to be like, like, why, why are you still being forced to be like in a world where people like still drink and people still smoke and all of that. And even though like I wasn't feeling that I wasn't like manifesting that in terms of like, you know, I wasn't trying to be like mean to my, like my friends and my family being like a uh, car going by. I wasn't trying to be mean and be, and be like, oh, like you're this if you, if you're not, you know, I never did that. I never got into people's faces. If anything, whenever I would talk about my my relationship with substances like my friends were probably sick and tired of hearing about it because like I would always be flip-flopping and being like I don't want to drink and smoke ever again and then like I'll be out with them and then like you know I I'll be crossed or something and I'm just like and then I'll just be really quiet because I'm in my own inner world and in my mind I'm like well here we are again like how do we feel and I'm like I really don't really care for this but like yet I'm here and that that question kept coming up it's like but yet you're here yet you're here there's something you're not seeing there's something you're not seeing 
And what I saw was I needed to recognize that A, spirit is always there, literally always. Even when you're doing the most fucked up things, you are never alone, ever. And B, like no one is more worthy than anyone of that unconditional spiritual love, including yourself. Like I had to go back into that space so that I could come out of it knowing that I chose actively this time to not go back to it. Not because I think that it it makes me a better soul for not doing it. If anything, it's just that I'm realizing that like in me doing those things, there was another level to me also smoking and drinking again. It was because I was afraid of my own greatness is the truth of it. I was dimming my, you know, desire to be sober because I was afraid that it was going to cause me to disconnect from my friends. It was going to cause me to disconnect from the people in my life and that I would not be able to understand people and understand why they do things certain ways. And so I think it was just a lot of fear. And so I went back to it because I was like, oh, I maybe like I want to try to understand like, is there something that I'm not seeing in terms of like why they enjoy this? And what I've come to realize is why people enjoy things is their own unique choice. And I don't need to base my choice on their choice. Like, and it doesn't mean that my choice is better than theirs or theirs is better than mine. It's just their life story is the story that their soul is on. And like, this is my life story is the story that my soul is on. And my soul ultimately has decided that it really doesn't care about being drunk. And it really doesn't care about being high. If anything, like now, whenever I'm drunk, I feel less like myself. I And whenever I'm high, I feel like I actually feel low. Like smoking actually, oh, I hit the mic, sorry. Smoking actually makes me feel low. And whenever I enter my sober state again after smoking, I feel high. Even if I feel a little bit down emotionally for whatever reason, like right now I'm taking birth control pills and I think it like gives me the sensation of certain emotions, but I know that I'm not actually feeling those emotions. It's just the hormones that are creating that illusion inside of me. So I'm just being really patient with myself with that. That's been another interesting thing. Maybe I'll say that later on in this episode or another episode. We'll see. This is just free-flowing conversation right now. But just kind of realizing that, you know, there's no wrong, right or wrong way to be anything. And just learning how to step into my own unique truth about who I am and who I want to be. And I have all these great ideas in my mind and I want to bring them into reality. And for me, smoking and drinking just doesn't add to it. It's like the question of what do I want to accomplish and for some people, smoking and drinking does help them accomplish what they want to accomplish. But for me, smoking and drinking doesn't – it might not take away, but it's not adding. So I'm like, if this is like not adding to my life, why am I doing it? I don't want to do it is the message that I then get clear, like crystal clear for myself. Like I don't want to do this thing anymore. Car going by, yeah. But at the same time, if for whatever reason, down the line, because like I, the important thing is always live your life in the present. I'm not going to say I'm not, I don't want to do it anymore and like put that projection on the me that it like comes in like five months. Because I don't know if in five months, there might be a reason why my soul might be like, okay, for a second, I need you to go back into this space. I need you to like take this sip of alcohol or something. I need you to take that hit of a J or whatever. 
And I'm not going to like project that onto myself either because I know that as I am right now in my business, I have no desire for that. However, what me going back to it recently has also taught me is you need to stop projecting onto yourself. You need to stop putting all these limitations on yourself. Just choose in each each and every single moment what you're doing. Just choose it now. Don't make it about the idea of who you are. Just be who you want to be in this moment. And that's all that matters. So sorry, guys. This is what happens when you live in New York City. It's okay. I'm visualizing my next apartment and the next place that I'm living is going to be super quiet. So yeah, manifest that with me. It's happening. I know it's going to happen. But anyway, going back to the conversation, it's just like things like that. You know, I, I've been learning the importance of patience with myself and just unconditional love and allowing that to manifest in whatever way it's going to in my own unique way. Yeah. And the same with like another thing that's been causing me stress lately, like that, like I said, the, um, what's it called? The birth control pill was like causing me to feel all these emotions inside of myself and something that it caused me to do a lot is overthink situations, like overthink things about certain relationships in my life and the dynamics that I have in them and like how I feel towards certain people. And like the thing is drama and like anxiety in relationships are always projections into the future or the refusal to let go of the past. And I don't know. It's like I have relationships in my life where sometimes I feel like the people are treating me in the present based on how I might have been with them in the past and it hurts but I'm also learning to just let go of that and realize that you know what like their story upon me does not have to change my story of me or my story of them and so even though like I feel those pains and like I had like I've ranted to certain friends about it and I've also been in the point of like trying to figure out the balance between talking shit and ranting like I don't want to talk shit about people but at the same time if I catch myself talking shit I'm not gonna like beat myself up over it because that's not helpful I feel like that's a trap that a lot of people do where it's like you you say you don't want to do something then you do it and then you start to like hate yourself for making that quote mistake it's like what's the point of that you are evolving slowly and surely if you were someone who just woke up and immediately became perfect you know how unrelatable your story would be it'd be so unrelatable so like i have to just be patient with myself and recognize that like you know what it's okay to be on top of the world one one day and then another day think that i fell off like my cliff when in fact like i'm just kind of dangling and i can just easily climb back up like i never actually fell off the cliff like i I was just like paragliding or something and then I would like land back. Like you're always on top of the world. It's just your illusion of it's your illusion of the fall that makes you think that you're not, you know? And so it's like being patient with yourself is such an important part of the process. And so, yes, sometimes I get really frustrated and like I've always been in that place of trying to figure out like, you know, they're like the whole thing with spirituality where they're like, "Oh, you have to think positive thoughts all the time. And it's like, okay, that's great and all. But what if I really just like am annoyed? Like I feel the emotions of annoyance. Like I know that I'm not my emotions. I know that I'm not this body. I know that I'm not actually any Ola Kloole completely. I know that this is just an avatar that I'm playing. And I think she's really cool. However, she also sometimes gives me emotions that I'm just like, mm, you know, this emotion's like making me feel this certain way. And now I'm like really like watching you 
I'm watching my avatar in this anxious state of being and I don't know what to do about it because on one level, I, I try to meditate it away and the meditation is like great in the moment and I come out of it and I'm like, ah, oh, it's still there. I still feel this way or like I meet the person who made, who like is projecting who's reflecting not even projecting who's reflecting that feeling back to me because people are just your reflections and I'm just like it's here again what do I do what do I do and I just need to kind of be like you know what it's okay to talk about your feelings you know and so I'm trying to find a healthy medium about talking about my feelings with friends and telling them how I feel in a way where I'm not talking shit, like I've, my way of seeing it, things is I will only say to another friend something that I would say to that person as well, to their face. And it might be that I'm talking to another friend about it first so that I can make sure to like, you know, pick my words carefully, filter my, like, you know, figure out how I can talk about how I'm feeling without making it too much about the other person. And also recognizing like the pl- the role that I'm playing in creating this storyline that we're collectively experiencing. And then like after a while of sitting with that emotion and talking to a friend about it, then I might go to that friend and be like, hey, this is how I've been feeling about our dynamic. It doesn't feel good. Let me know. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel good? I really want us to like, I know that the li- like the life is not all about feeling good all the time, but I also know that the feelings of not feeling good is helping you direct yourself towards how you can rectify situations and eventually feel good, you know? So it's all just a gauge. It's all just like emotional compasses that help you create the reality that you want. And I want a reality where like I have loving relationships with people around me and that I connect with them and that I am able to be my authentic self with them and they're able to be the authentic selves with me. And I recognize that every self manifests differently and that I just like sometimes I have days where I just really want to be quiet. I don't really want to talk with my friends, but I also want to see them. Like I literally have gone to meet up with my friends before and like everyone's like talking and hanging out and I'm just like silent and just staring. And they're like, hey, yo, are you good? I'm like, honestly, I just want to be like alone in terms of I don't want to speak but I was like but I chose to come here because I want to be in your presence like I want to be with you guys because I love being around you but right now I'm having a moment internally where I just want to observe both my external and inner state and I don't really have anything to say and I love that my friends people who are like all right chill we'll respect that you know just wanted to check in make sure that you're cool and I think that's a really healthy dynamic to have because I don't, I'm not someone who's like always puppies and rainbows and unicorns all the time. That's not who I am. Like, I know that I have like, quote, rough edges. I have moments where I'm like, my friends, sometimes like, I will be like, I'll say a bunch of stuff and they'll be like, yo, you need to chill. Like, speak, you're kind of like speaking too much truth right now. Like, we were just like, you know, I'm just like, okay, like, whatever. Like, I'm just being myself. I recognize that the self that I am can also be extra, just like everyone else's self can also be extra. And so like, I think the key also to making peace with your quote avatar is to recognize that you are not the things that are happening around you. So you can calm down. Like it's not that serious. Whether or not things fall apart, whether or not things fall together, you can calm down because all that matters is right now. Oh my goodness. Now I see why my spirit led me to do this podcast because prior to this, I, so today I did like a big business move in terms of like anything I want in the future that I see for it. 
And for a second, like I knew that it was the right thing to do, but for a second, like, you know, fear was trying to nibble at me. But I I was kind of like sitting in my observer seat and I was like, no, 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 no. We're not going to let fear rule the situation. Your spirit led you to make that move for a reason and you just have to trust that it's going to work out exactly the way it's meant to. And so that is like as I'm speaking out loud right now and telling you guys what's been happening in my life and all these lessons that I've already been thinking about, but like speaking it out loud again is reflecting it back to me so that I soak it in even more and integrate that even more. So Thank you for listening to me, listening to myself. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just <sighs> really interesting things, really, really a lot of emotions, a lot of feelings, a lot of thoughts, you know, um, and a lot of like observing fears and observing ideas about the world and like the world that we live in. For example, another thing that's been happening in my life is I've been diving deeper into the whole idea of scarcity and living in a state of scarcity and thinking that you don't have enough, not having enough, not having enough and realizing that, okay, I need to not do that. I need to just take a leap of faith. And it's been leading me towards doing things financially that I feel like people will be like, oh, why would you do that? Like, you need to like calm down. You need to not. And I'm just like, you know what? No, like I don't want to live in a state of, of fear. I want to live in a state of abundance. And so I'm going to give because I know that everything that I give is just helping the world thrive. And every time I help the world thrive, I'm inver- inadvertently like coming back to myself. And I just want to create a, like anything I want. I want it to become something where It's all about uplifting people creatively and helping people step into their truth and realizing that not only are you worthy of who you are, but also you deserve to be paid for what you do. You deserve to have abundance for being happy. Your abundance should be attached to your joy. And so I'm going to take that leap of faith and I'm going to jump off this bridge (laughs) knowing that I can fly and that... I know that when I show you that I can fly by helping you learn how to fly too, that we're going to fly so beautifully together. And that's really all that I want to do. And that brings me to another thing that I, that's been popping up a lot about the whole idea of how the world is your mirror. Everything happening externally is beckoning you to go deep into yourself and ask yourself, what am I seeing outside and what am I refusing to acknowledge within myself? Yes, we live in a world where things are just so weird and people are just so weird and there's all these, you know, hate and killing of one another. But at the end of the day, like I said, no one actually even ever dies. But the thing is, if you don't understand that deeply, you are still perpetuating the cycle of pain. You get what I'm saying? Like, you need to understand that nothing is real in order for you to recognize that everything is a projection that is real. The thing is, I don't know, I feel like the thing with spirituality is it's full of dichotomies. There's so many dichotomies where it looks like things are contradicting, but they actually make a lot of sense. So this is what one of those things where it's like for those with ears to, to hear, you know, and for those with eyes to see. So if this is a podcast that speaks to you, then you're getting ready, like you're opening yourself to hear things that otherwise might sound false, but you know in your soul is the actual truth. So even something as simple as when I was, I made a post about this on Instagram the other day about how growing up, like I just had a lot of like annoyance and fear and anxiety. And it was just really sad about the fact that it seemed like everyone around me required me to be closed. Like I was required to not talk about how I felt, not talk about 
how I am, who I want to be, not be like loud when I want to, be quiet when I want to, be be dressed. I don't know, just like all of these projections of of like fear and scarcity and anxiety. And I just got so tired of it. And I just don't want to live in a world where people are closed anymore. And so since that was something about the world that was stressing me out, I had to go into myself and then I had to be like, okay, it's that whole thing of like, you need to start with yourself. If something is bothering you about the world, you need to start with yourself. So what did I need to do? I needed to be open if I want a world that's open, then I have to be the sacrifice and be open and let people, you know, you know, if you want to socially crucify me, then go ahead and socially crucify me. I'm willing to make that sacrifice because for me, living the alternative was just becoming so painful. I couldn't do it anymore. And so I'm open with myself. I'm open with my story. I genuinely love and all I want to do is love. And I just want to create and I want to show other people that they can create. But I want to do it in a way where I'm like not, I don't have to be a certain way. Like I'm still myself. Like I'm not, like I said, I'm not puppies and rainbows and kittens all the time. I I just am. And sometimes I might laugh at shit that I'm like, people are like, oh, that's pretty fucked. And I'm like, I think that's, it's real. It is fucked. I'm not denying the fact that it's fucked. But for some reason, I can't help but laugh. And you know what? Laughing is really a nice sensation. So I'm going to laugh and recognize that. And obviously, like, I'm not saying like I laugh at like awful things like people getting gutted and things like that, or, like being, anyway, <laughs> God, this is getting dark. You know what I mean? It's just that. I don't know. I think that I like I for example, this is a really good example. British humor. British humor can be pretty dark sometimes. And I laugh because I'm like this is really funny. It's really funny because it's so dark, you know? I don't know. There's something about it. But at the end of the day, I just think it's important to be what you want to see in the world. You have to be the sacrifice. And take that leap of faith about that thing that's bothering you and just start to make the change. If you don't like how things are being done, you honestly, you cannot keep complaining about it if you refuse to make a change about it. Do something about it and then get back to me. (laughs) But yeah, in a nutshell, that's just some of the things that have been circling in my mind some of the things that I've been thinking and feeling and experiencing I could go on and on into other topics of my life like relationships and romantic relationships friendships relationships like parent I don't know things like that maybe another episode I'll do that I think this episode is long enough um and I think that I've said all that I wanted to say and I just want you to know that I think you're absolutely amazing. You are so amazing that your amazingness is not even something that you can comprehend. It's not something that, you know, not not something that you can comprehend in this physical body that you're in. On a deeper level, you know how amazing you are. So go into a meditative state and open yourself up to channeling that energy. Talk to people that you love. Tell them you love them. You know, look into the mirror. Tell yourself that you love yourself. Look into the person's eyes that you hate and recognize the things that you hate in them in some way live in you and figure out how you can begin to make peace with that. Because you can't say that you want world peace while still hating someone. Those two messages don't go hand in hand. But 
Yeah. These conversations go on and on and on. Anyway, at the end of the day, sending you so much love, so much positive energy, and also hoping, wishing and hoping and praying that you sit even in your negative energy and make peace with that because that's there to teach you something. You know, you have to have both sides. You can't have negative without positive and you can't have positive without negative. So make peace with both of them. And also remember you are God and everyone else is too. Heaven is a state of mind. You already live there. I promise you, your spirit is already there. So why not bring it into this physical reality too? You know? That's all. Much love. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. What a pleasure it has been to be able to share this message with you today. I really look forward to our many more conversations down the line, and I encourage you to continue to walk in your own truth every single moment of the day. To find out more about me and what I do, you can go to my website, anythingiwant.com, that's E-N-I-thingiwant.com, and you can also follow me on Instagram where I post daily content, motivational, creative, whatever I feel called to do, and I just really share my, my journey with you guys as candidly as possible, just so we really understand that we don't have to walk through this life alone. We are meant to be here for each other, and this is what soul family and anything I want is all about. All right, sending you guys so much love and I look forward to talking with you in the next episode.